0: Hey everyone, welcome back. Today's episode is for the girl who secretly dreads reading her Bible. Oh my gosh, who has been there? I sure have. This episode, we are gonna walk you through six ways that helped Mac and I fall in love with scripture. We're not even exaggerating, it is so good. We will be talking about how to understand and fall in love with scripture all over again. Welcome to the For The Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because
1: this is for you. Hello, everybody. We're back on the podcast. I'm really excited about this because we haven't been back in the podcast studio in a couple weeks. Yes. And you know what I'm really excited about right now?
0: What are you excited? Mac and Ken's mess up.
1: No, uh, I mean, I am, but I'm more excited about the fact that it's fall. It is fall in full it swing.
0: Is fall. I feel like more than ever, this fall just like feels so good. Yeah, like it feels it's like amazing. Finally, it's here.
1: And I just have to say that I have some um, major fall plans this weekend. Oh my gosh, you do. Let's hear it. I'm about to have a full on fallout. Oh, so what are you doing? Um, fall breakfast. I, fall breakfast for you know me so well. <laughs> I definitely saw it on your gonna counter. be having pumpkin pancakes, definitely going to the pumpkin farm, going on a hayride, wow. um, gonna get some pumpkins, gonna come back, gonna carve the pumpkins, probably gonna go to a haunted house and wow. just live my fall dreams all with a leaves candle lit the entire time.
0: Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. You know, I feel like honestly I've learned a lot this fall. Do you what want to have hear? you learned? So it's only been a couple of days of fall, <laughs> so this is fresh. <laughs> yeah, as but, we're recording
1: this, it's not that fall weather-y, we? no. but, but we're really pretending yeah, like We're is. pretending.
0: But anyways, you know, so much of my life, I like go, go, go. I'm like so busy. I'm always like trying to like eat healthy, fit it, squeeze in my workout, work really hard, do all these things, hang yeah. out with all the people. And I don't know, this fall has reminded me like, you know, I can just like, maybe I should just take a break. like. Sit go on your porch. get a latte, a pumpkin spice latte, and just sit there. Have you ever gone and just gotten a pumpkin spice no. latte? <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. But Liner. I'm about to go for a walk. You're to like. go
1: get one? I might go. If get I one. ever call you and you're like, I'm like, what are you doing? And you're like, I'm drinking a pumpkin spice latte. Just
0: like taking in. I the will leaves. be like,
1: who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I, that would be so funny.
0: But yeah, I feel like it's like a good reminder to just slow down and have a little fun. Take in the small moments and really yeah. embrace the season. Yeah. So
1: that's good. That's good. Wow. Okay. We, are starting we really off took a tangent strong. on that one. Yes. But I think it's time for Mac and Ken's, Ken's, Mac Mac Ken's Mac Mac. method. I was just leaving. The, the, I always feel like I have it. to do the voice. Yeah. Let's hear, let's hear you try to do the voice.
0: Muck and Ken's mess up. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Anyways. So we were on the road traveling. Oh, yes. Where we, were we?
0: We were in um, Ohio? Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Campbellsville.
1: Kentucky, Kentucky. Yeah. yeah.
0: So um, we were there in Kentucky. I don't know if anybody knows, but I've really been trying to keep up with my gram these days. Uh, shout yes, out, Ken's Ray Baker. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally joking. She's like, follow me. I'm totally kidding, but I have been trying to keep up with the gram, and so I've been trying to, be on top of my stories, mm-hmm. and you know I don't want to post stories that are just like cute little selfies. I've been trying to make it entertaining and fun, you know.
1: She thinks she's so funny. Uh, oh my goodness! Yeah, she literally will be snickering to herself, and she's like, <laughs> "Have you watched my Instagram story yet?" And I'm like, "Oh gosh!" And then if I don't laugh, she's like,
0: "Is it not funny?" <laughs> oh my gosh! I have like <laughs> crises over every story. I'm like, "Should I delete? Should I not?" I text like ten people on my phone every time I text. I post a story. I'm like, "Should I delete it?" <laughs> Anyways, though, so we were just being, when we get together when we travel, I feel like it's our time to just like let loose. We're like out of the office. We get a little
1: weird. Yeah. yeah we don't have much sure. on
0: our calendar other than just like driving and hanging out with like awesome leaders and eating food, which is oh, our favorite thing. All the food. So, anyways, we get to this Mexican restaurant. We are just being hilarious. You can
1: picture the Mexican restaurant because there's one of these in every town. It is so. It doesn't so matter crazy. how small the town is, there's always. A Mexican restaurant yes it's, it's like why do they me. come from I don't know is there like a school that you go to to like start a Mexican restaurant
0: to plant a Mexican yeah restaurant? <laughs> like
1: church plant, school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: plant a Mexican restaurant in the farthest suburb you can think of
1: yeah
0: so okay. in the country roads so anyways we go to the Mexican restaurant because we knew there was going to be one and, and we got fajitas, we got fajitas splitting the fajitas I Wish
1: we were eating fajitas right now
0: Uh yeah Anyways, though, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is just me secretly in my head. I was like, I I didn't tell you, right? I don't
1: think so. I was so. like,
0: I'm going to, like, get the, the, the waiter to do one of the, like, happy birthday things. where And, ho-
1: and, and hopes- at the Mexican restaurant, they're too intense too intense yeah
0: because if you've been to one of these like really good authentic ones they usually do like the pie in the face thing like the whipped cream and like that's the whole staff comes out yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like a choir and like you get all the attention and it's really funny so I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna do this to Mac and it's gonna be hilarious and I did it the waiter like I told it was my birthday I told it was your birthday They come over. I'm, like, just, like, literally dying inside the whole meal. Like, I just thought this was the funniest thing ever. I'm probably not the first. She was doing
1: all of this to get a funny Instagram story.
0: Yes. That's the only reason why I wanted to do this. I wanted to be like, LOL, look at how funny I am on the socials. Yeah. This is so embarrassing. So they
1: come up. They literally high me in the face i mean this is more intense than anyone i've ever seen and this is i before, mean i have whipped cream all over my face and i'm dying because it's not comes. my birthday it's yeah. not my birthday and the whole restaurant i mean there's not that many people in the restaurant <laughs> but the lady over next to us is like oh it's your birthday
0: happy birthday uh, yeah walking out of the restaurant everybody was like happy birthday happy yeah birthday. but anyways the funniest part was i got it on my insta story so proud of it. And I was so proud. I was like, this is so funny. I'm like trying to post. This is post the thing. I'm like trying to post it after they leave. And I'm like putting the caption and this and that. Of course, like second guessing it major. Is this funny? Is this funny? Is this funny? Oh my gosh, should I say this? Like, oh my goodness, this is so embarrassing. But anyways, as I'm typing it out, my phone just dies. It dies. Uh,
1: and she didn't and save the, the video. the whole thing
0: deleted. Yes. So then nobody knew. Nobody even... Knows, Nobody knew. Knew that I that got pie in the
1: face for nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Literally nothing. Yeah. And then we had to go to a delight meeting and her makeup was all like off. It was, it was <laughs> quite a quite humbling experience.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah. Anyways. But I did get the ice cream. What is that called? The like. It's brosans. like fried ice cream. Fried ice cream. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's really good. If you guys are getting Mexican res- restaurant, getting Mexican food in the burbs, you should definitely do that to your friend. It's yeah. kind of entertaining. Tell them it's her
1: birthday. Yes. yes.
0: Okay. Wow. Anyways, um we are very excited about
1: today's episode. I'm really really excited about this. Yes. Because um this is something that I feel like both of us are like equally super passionate about and excited about. And we are talking about episode is for the girl who secretly dreads reading her Bible, how to understand and fall in love with scripture. Because Mm -hmm. scripture, the Bible, I don't know if y'all have read it lately, but it is so cool. Like, seriously, I mean that. It's so cool. Man, if you really start digging into it, there is just some crazy cool stuff happening all over the place. And when I was in college, I didn't think the Bible was that cool. I mean, I pretended like I thought it was cool for sure. I was like, oh yeah, scripture, I love my Bible. I just got the ESV version, loving it, blah, blah, blah. But secretly, I was like, what? in the heck is going on in this book I don't know majority of the time
0: yeah seriously
1: like I don't know if you guys have
0: ever been in one of these settings where you're like on a coffee day or in a church setting and somebody's like, you know, and John, when they're talking about this and this. <laughs> and you just like agree, your ha- you like shake you know, your head. Yeah, and you're like, For 14. sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. For sure. It's a real thing. Like we all yeah. pretend to like love the Bible as Christians. We're like, of course, we love the Bible. We read it every day. Quiet time, 100%. I know all the stories. Let me tell you the books of the Bible back and forth in order. All the things. We think we know it, but we really don't. And we probably lack a little bit of passion for the scripture and the word itself. So we just want to dive in to, um, first of all, we want to give you a little backstory of kind of like our like stories, I guess, with like scripture and like Mm -hmm. how we've grown in reading the Bible and our passion for the Bible has grown over the last few years. And then we want to give you some tips. To help fall in love with scripture again. And seriously, we feel like these tips are going to like help the Bible really come to life for you. Like Mm -hmm. it totally changed the game for us. It where the scripture used to be just like kind of a boring book that you never understood. Now it's something we're excited about that we can actually comprehend that we look forward to reading. So get ready for some awesome tips and suggestions. We got them for you. But before all that, we want to share a little story. Story time.
1: Story time. Fun. Okay, am I going first? Yeah, you're going first. Okay, yes. So I I think most of you guys know I was a preacher's kid. And so my dad's a pastor. And in, um, in my dad's office, my dad had an office. First of all, my dad loves books. He has so many books. It's <laughs> overwhelming. But in his office at home and his office at church, I remember seeing all of these like books bookshelves upon bookshelves, just like lined with commentaries and lined with like books helping like explain the Bible and all this stuff. And I remember looking at it and just thinking in my head, okay, the Bible is really just for pastors because if it takes all (laughs) these books to understand the Bible, then like I have no hope. Like there's just no hope for me because I'm never going to probably pull out that huge book that's only about 20 pages in the Bible. I'm yeah. never going to be able to understand it. It's just not for me. And yeah. so I remember thinking that kind of growing up. And honestly, a lot of times, like when it would come to scripture, I never really dug deeper. I would just kind of, Kenzie and I were laughing the other day about, you know, you're going through a hard time. You're like struggling with um, loneliness or something like that. And you literally are like, okay, I need to like read my Bible about this. And you Google Scripture's <laughs> about loneliness. <laughs> yeah. And then you read it and you're like, okay, yeah. I guess that kind of encourages me. But That's like, so you
0: totally take it out of context. Raise your hand if you've ever looked at the back index of the Bible and y- just yes. found a word that resonates. And it's like two lines that just hit home, but you have no idea what's happening. You have
1: no idea what it means. Mm-hmm. And you kind of pretend to yourself like it really hit you and like it really spoke to you. But honestly, you're like... cool. Okay. Wow. I guess this is what people mean by being like reading things in scripture and knowing that that's for them. Um, so yeah, so I really like, I don't know. I just never had a deep love for scripture until probably, um, getting to like later in my time in college, um, a couple years out of college. I, um, I don't remember what it was or how I kind of got into it, but I think it was just starting to get deeper into delight and starting to get deeper into even like wanting to know, you know, I'm saying these things about the Lord, I'm saying these things about scripture, but like, do I actually know those things for myself? And so I just started Mm -hmm. to have like kind of a curiosity where I was like, I want to know this more. Mm -hmm. I want to understand this more. Like I want to see the connections. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to understand scripture. And so, um, honestly for me, it started, I read this book called 30 days to understanding the Bible. And it was like, it's honestly very elementary. It's like you fill out these little worksheets, but it started to like, click in my brain so much more, seeing like the big story of the Bible and how all of the little stories within it like play into mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And so that really just started to shift things for me. And then I just kind of got obsessed from that point forward.
0: <laughs> like I kind of
1: <laughs> became like a little Bible nerd and... Um, mm-hmm. Would just want to spend like all my time, not all my time. That's maybe a little bit of a stretch, <laughs> but would want to spend so much of my time um, in the mornings as I was like reading scripture, not just like reading it and like moving on with my day, but reading it and going. What is happening here, and mm-hmm. where's the connections, and and who is this person? Like, I want to know the context behind what's happening here. And as I did that, what mm-hmm. was so cool is scripture came alive to me in the coolest way. Like these verses that I had read a million times and like knew, like the back of my hand. Like Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Like I know the plans or for the plans that the Lord has for you. Like verses like that that I knew that I was always yeah. like had written on my Bible and had like in frames in my room. But then to like understand the context of like where that scripture came from, it brought it to life for me in such a new way. And it was so Mm -hmm. powerful and so cool. And honestly, I still feel like I'm in the middle of that journey, just like nerding out over scripture all the time. I find myself saying Mm -hmm. scripture is so (laughs) cool, like too frequently (laughs) it's getting embarrassing. I need to stop, but um, I really (laughs) believe it. So I feel like that's kind of been my journey. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you feel like this
0: is? I'm really throwing you a question real quick, but was there a story, a particular story in scripture that like sparked your like Mm. love or interest or like pulled you deeper that like anybody who's in your place who's like kind of wrestled with it that like helped like revitalize something in them?
1: Okay, one of my favorites. You too. We both heard this sermon. And this to me, I think sometimes we think scripture is like boring and not relatable to real people. But I love this moment. It's Mm -hmm. um, in John 20. And it's so John refers to himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved, which is hilarious. John literally speaks in third person throughout the book of John. He literally calls himself the one whom Jesus loved. I mean, that (laughs) just cracks me up more than anything. But he's talking about when he and Peter went to go see um, when they had heard that Jesus had risen, and so they're going to the tomb. And Mm -hmm. multiple times, he points out the fact that he got to the tomb first. Okay. Okay. This is scripture like this is so low key. I'm going to read it to you. So this is John 20. Um okay, starting at verse 3. So Peter went out with the other disciple, the other disciple being John. And they were going toward the tomb. Both of them, this is Peter and John, were running together, but the other disciple, John, outran Peter and reached the tomb first. <laughs> John is writing about himself. Okay, this is hilarious. But he says it again. And stooping to look in, he saw the linen clothes lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following, came following him, meaning he got there second, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen clothes lying there and the face cloth which had been on Jesus's head. Blah 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 blah. Then the other disciple, John, who had reached the tomb first, just to point it out, for the third time that he got there first also went in and he saw and believed. So I just love that because it's like so relatable that of course John and Peter are competing about who got to the tomb first. That is so (laughs) real and speaks so much that to just like my honestly not always super mature brain that... um, What's st- to win? Yeah, there's just like <laughs> little nuggets and like little secrets in scripture that are hidden away. If we'll dig deep enough into, we'll notice and see, and it'll come to life in a new way.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is such a funny story. We heard that uh, I, for the first time. We heard like a preacher speak about that in his sermon, and the way he described it just was, it was like hilarious. I was he just like dying laughing. It was like the, it's like a literal like competition in scripture where it's just so funny. So go back to that. John 20, read it yourself. It might pull something new out and you might literally crack yourself yeah. up. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, um, okay, so I guess I'll just jump into a little bit of my story. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast yet before or not, but I really didn't grow up in church. So obviously different from Mac. Um, Mac is a PK, so she grew up like probably front row and in all of the Sunday schools and stuff like that. And I just didn't like I never um, heard those stories. Like people like talk all about like the Sunday school dances and moves and skits. And you didn't know. I have no idea. And I think to myself, I'm like, that would have been really helpful. Like (laughs) those images and those moments.
1: Like I just was so clueless. I actually had a flashback the other day to when I was in Sunday school, we created The whole model of the tabernacle in Exodus. And like we literally went through the whole thing, and I was like, "That is so crazy!" Because today <laughs> I could not tell you anything about the tabernacle, probably. Yeah. But like how me as a second grader, I was an expert on the tabernacle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool. And now you like know a little bit more than yeah. probably I do because I of pictured those it in my head. Yeah. yeah, it's true. So, anyways, I really came to know the Lord um, through a friend inviting me to church. Little plug invite your friends to church, they'll come, they really will. Um, so, anyways, came to church. I mean, I was 17 or so at this time, and like was introduced to like scripture, the Bible, sermons, all of that for the first time. And like, it's just is different when you're in a when you're about to be an adult and being exposed to that because you have a little bit more of this like logical mind where like. First of all, I already was kind of over school. So I was like, oh, the Bible. It's like schoolwork. It's like a book. I have to read. I don't like reading. All the stories seemed over my head. And like, that's kind of like what it was like for me for a long time. It it was easy for me to latch on. I'm definitely one that just like naturally has like faith in who God was. And I saw where he took me. He literally took me from being, like, so insecure, so, like, striving mindset to just, like, at peace and, like, in his arms and, like, confident who I was. And I saw him at work in my life, been, like, I could connect with him and talk to him. But, like, scripture, I just kind of, like, pushed under the rug. Um, Maybe, like, defaulted to sermons, um, defaulted to, like, Bible study groups and Mm -hmm. listening to my leader, but never really, like, pursued Mm -hmm. it on my own. And to be honest, in seasons, like it got a little confusing for me because I would hear like one piece of scripture preached in like four different ways. And I was like, OK, you can like kind of like make anything you want out of scripture. I was like, this really is like too over my head. And I don't even know how this is going to apply to my life. And just pushed it on the rug, pushed it on the rug, pushed it on the rug. And then finally, honestly, the last couple of years in doing delight, I've had a lot more I've had to like make books, <laughs> write book, devotional books. Um, honestly, Mac oversees most of the content curation process. So, but here and there, I would have to like give my two cents and help out. And so, I was challenged to look into it more. Um, and honestly, even with because of Mac's like passion that has grown over the last couple years, um, or even last year, it has caused me to like naturally, obviously work together all the time and are in the same room all the time so Mm -hmm. I naturally was like okay she's getting really good at the scripture thing she's getting really passionate about the scripture thing I better like (laughs) start to do something about this and not just like keep like dismissing the fact that I really don't know the bible that well Mm -hmm. and like so yeah finally I don't know I think I've wrestled with it a lot like for the last like year of just like okay God like is this important Mm -hmm. for me like do you want me to like be in scripture more. Like, what can I learn from this? Like or am I not gonna learn anything? Is this not for me? Um, and I, I honestly for a while I was like, maybe Mac will just be the one that's like she's like more of the speaker, preacher content curator so i was like she'll just do that she just got to get in scripture she'll be good that's her gifting mine is more just like the encourager relational so i was like i'll just like stay in my lane and do that it's like perfect i don't even have to read the bible Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then i just knew there's something in your heart i think when you're uneasy when god's calling you to something you can't help but get it out of your heart and so i really did wrestle with it for a really long time and i'd say over the last year i've taken little baby steps to like grow a little passion for it. I've been challenged by, like, honestly, my church community and people in my life to just, like, pursue it deeper. And it's so changed for me. Now, like... Yeah, I don't know the Bible very well because I missed a lot. I think there at the beginning, um, but I'm starting to, and like I'm starting to like relate it to my life and learn things from it and be intrigued by it and starting to process it a little bit more. And it's so cool and it's grown me. It's a, it's like a new maturity. Like because I think you can be a Christian and you can do all the things and you can mm. know Jesus without the Bible. You. You really kind of can, but there's a maturity and a growth and a security that happens when you start like diving into scripture. So it's been pretty cool the last like year, few months, like just diving into it deeper. So Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And I will say like, I feel like it's funny to me because around the office, like I was laughing the other day, Megan, our director of operations said to me, she was like, okay, Bible expert, tell me about whatever this is. And I was like. I have no idea what that what that is that she asked me about. And I think that that's so true that like there's so many of us who none of us are truly like full experts, but mm-hmm. like that's what I'm saying where if Kenzie and I can do this, like if we can jump into this and dive into this mm-hmm. and learn and like learn deeper about it. Seriously, anybody can do it because for the most part, we have no idea what we're doing when it comes to scripture. We didn't go to school yeah. for this. We didn't do any of these things, but Man, I mean, like once you jump into it and once you start learning and there's so many resources out there to help you, like it is so fun and so cool. And I really believe it'll come to life for you in such a new way. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like people probably think we
0: went to like Bible school and we're like super experts and we like so aren't. We just told you, but we aren't.
1: Yeah, (laughs) seriously. And anything that I learn about scripture, I learned from a commentary. I learned from a podcast, a sermon or whatever. It's not like I just like planted this like, revelation in my heart you know I think that like sometimes we think that that that's the case but it's really I think that people who are really learning a lot in scripture are just the people who are hungriest for it and so be hungry for it. True also
0: lol that I was a Christian leadership major and studied a lot of the bible in college but (laughs) (laughs) pretty much blacked out in class I guess because yep
1: you're like here. don't know much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's another story major. for another time. <laughs> you in school? Yeah, me in school you know, study up ladies.
1: Up. <laughs> study up. Okay. Okay. So we really do want to give you guys some really practical and tangible tips for how to fall in love with scripture. And we believe, I mean, I really believe because these are kind of the steps that we've taken over the last couple of years. Like I believe these are the steps that if you commit to doing some of these, your um, relationship with scripture will change. Yes. So we're really excited to give you a couple and some are really simple. Some are a little more complex. Um, and i will have you have to like go out and buy some books or take some action but for the most part they're all pretty simple and easy to start tomorrow when you open up your when you open up the word of god and get started so Mm -hmm. okay first tip and this one really was a game changer for me um my simplest and best tip would be ask questions like don't be content with not understanding scripture um i was trying to think of a of a practical way and Actually, I was thinking about this morning. I was reading um, in John 2, I think it's John 2, uh, where it is the story of Jesus turning water to wine at the wedding in Cana. And I was reading it, and there's this moment where Mary, the mother of Jesus, comes up to Jesus, and she's like, Hey, Jesus, ran out of wine. Um, Can you do something about it? And Jesus says back to her, he says, Woman, like, basically says, "Woman, don't bother me. It's not my time yet." And I was literally was reading that this morning, and I was like, "Man, it kind of sounds like offensive. Like, why would Jesus talk to his mom like that?" You He's know, sassy. he was a little sassy. Yeah, <laughs> and it kind of bothered me for a second, and I was like man, this just doesn't seem right. And so I was just curious about it. And so I was like, all right, Lord, like what is going on here? And I dug into some other things and resources that I know to like go and learn about it. And what I figured out was that actually this is a really important moment in the life of Jesus where he's basically also the term woman in like our context was really different than the context of that time in biblical history, where it was actually like a term of respect, um, and so he was saying a respectful thing to his mom, but he's also starting to distinguish the relationship that he is so much more than just like the son of Mary now. Now he's stepping into the fact that he's her savior too. Like he's come to like save her for her sins as just as much as he has for everybody else. And so he's kind of like drawing this line and distinguishing the relationship mm-hmm. um, between kind of like stepping into this new territory where he's about to turn the water into wine. Things are about to change. He's about to do his first miracle and like suddenly like Mm. life will look different. And so I thought that was really cool because it explained, I had a question. I was curious about it and then dug into that. And I really feel like learned something that I wouldn't have learned if Mm. I wouldn't have stopped long enough to ask that question. So I think it's really important, like ask the questions of the scripture, talk to people. If there's something you don't understand, if there's something you're confused about, Get with somebody who knows more than you. Ask him about it. Like, read mm-hmm. something online. Google it. Like, do something. Mm-hmm. Um, sit with the Lord. Like, literally, ask the Lord. Lord, I don't understand this. Can like you help me to understand this more? I think asking questions is such an easy but tangible way to start to understand and like fall in love with Scripture more. And a lot of times, I think when yeah. you ask questions, you see the connections in Scripture. Mm-hmm. I think we forget sometimes that Scripture is like. Um, one big story. Like it really is. Mm -hmm. And, um, you'll start to see how like things in the old Testament, um, so tie with things in the new Testament. And when you start to understand context, it makes so much more sense. So don't Mm -hmm. be afraid to ask questions of the scripture, ask questions of the text. Um, I sometimes think about it, like, I have like the person on, like whoever I'm reading about, like they're like there with me and I get to like sit down with them and interview them and ask them questions mm. in my mind. Maybe that sounds crazy, but that's kind of what I do in my mind.
0: <laughs> Imaginary friends. Yeah. No,
1: but that's good. I think if we don't ask questions, what
0: ends up happening is we skim through it. We don't understand something. Something doesn't make sense. It doesn't understand it. Don't understand it. Don't understand it. And all of a sudden mm-hmm. we're halfway through one of the books of the Bible and we're like, we just stop there. We like give up because we're like, okay, don't know where this is headed. Don't know how this is how we got here. And you stop reading the Bible in general. So yeah, asking questions just brings it to life um, and makes really awesome connections. So such a good one. Good piece of wisdom, Mac.
1: Thanks. I have like something in my throat and I can't get it out. Over Uh-oh. here, struggle busting. Uh-oh.
0: <coughs> okay. I'll All right. to talk <laughs> over you. Okay. Um, The second thing um, that has um, helped us to fall in love with scripture is reading it slowly. This is so funny because it's so like you would think it'd be so obvious, but I don't know what it is, but everybody feels like they have to like get through the Bible. Like there's all these like you're or get through the Bible really fast. Like there's all these like year long readings and you like can jump around and get through it in a year. There's even like, I feel like there's like 60 day ones, 30 day ones. And it's like all these challenges to like read the Bible in a year, this timeline and this timeline. And they're great. They so are great. It gives you like, I think what's great about those is it does give you like accountability to read it every day and like stay on track and stuff like that, which is awesome. But I think it's created this overall, like, pressure to, like, get through the Bible all the way pretty fast. And there, think about it. We have our whole lives to read one book. I mean, it is a big book and very thin pages. So there's a lot <laughs> going They've on. They've got a there. lot of words on every page, too. <laughs> How are they so thin? And why is no other book have those pages? I don't know. And, well, some do, I guess. Yeah. It's rare. So yeah. anyways... Anyways, it is one book. We have our whole lives to read it. So I just want to encourage everybody to slow down in reading the scripture because it's going to put, like, like release that pressure off of you and have you just, like, enjoy it more. This is a game changer for me. I am, like, um, very a slow reader and just very slow thinking in general. And if you're anything like me, I need some time to comprehend it. And as we were preparing for this podcast, me and Mac were talking. She was like, yeah, totally. We need to slow down. Like, I only read like two books or two chapters a day. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I was like, I read like literally like five verses a day. (laughs) And like, that sounds like silly. And like, it sounds kind of lame, but it's really not like slowing down. I like, you can comprehend it better and um you can have time for those questions and slow down and see god in it ask like talk to him through it and yeah i think if we all just slow down a little bit it will like release that pressure and it'll be a lot more easy and fun to read
1: yeah i love that i think that's really such a practical tip and tool and i think just like it goes back to like just don't compare like your relationship with scripture to other people too. Like I think sometimes we think, oh, she's doing that and I need to be doing exactly what she's doing. But I mean, like I think about scripture is like, it's a literally reading the like living word of God. And so just like I pray to God in specific ways that I know Ken's doesn't pray to God in those ways or I worship God in specific ways and I know Ken doesn't worship in that way. I think the same can be said with scripture. Like mm-hmm. the way that I approach scripture is gonna look different than the people around me and that's okay And, um, Mm -hmm. if like reading scripture is like an open conversation with the Lord, like then conversate the way that you know how to best and do it that way and just trust that. So I think that's important. I love that. Okay. So tip three, we, um, really believe this. This is a game changer and I know this might sound scary, but you need to dig into some commentary, some biblical commentary, (laughs) which I can admit. I think for both of us, when I first started reading commentary, number one, I felt like such a faker. Some people might not know what commentary is. You might need to explain. Okay, yes. Well, I don't know if I have a proper definition for (laughs) physical commentary, but (laughs) commentary is basically people who are reading the Bible and providing more insights and more depth on what it is. So they're like giving you context behind what's happening. They're kind of sometimes explaining to you how... Um the translation happens from like the Greek to the Aramaic to all those things. They're explaining that. They are it's like making the connections. Scape. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of like the the yeah, the behind the scenes of yeah. what's happening in scripture. So yes, yeah, so commentary. Um but when I first started reading commentary, I felt like such a fraud, honestly. I was like, I am not cool enough to be reading commentary, and I'm not cool enough to even understand this or to know what any of this means, um, and so I was really intimidated by it for a long time, um, but then one day, I just was like, you know what? I'm going to read this. I'm going to dig into this. I'm going to ha- pull this out when I, do my, when I do my Bible time this morning, and um, one of my favorite commentaries that I think is so easy to read is the Enduring Word Commentary, and literally if you google commentary on John 10 it's the first one that pops up it's called enduring word and enduring word's really cool cuz it pulls from a d- bunch of different other commentaries so you get a kind of a combo of different things um but literally like as i read scripture like i'll read i'll read like a chapter and then i go back and i read the commentary on it and so many of those questions that i talked about in our first tip, like asking questions of the scripture. So many of my questions are answered in commentary. So many like new things to me are revealed that I didn't maybe fully comprehend or understand. And then also what I love about commentary is it sends me deeper into the Bible all the time. Like it'll always have you be like, oh, this is referencing Mm. something that was said in Isaiah 27. And so then I'm going and I read in Isaiah 27 and I'm like, oh my goodness, what's Mm. happening in Isaiah 27? Now I got to read commentary on Isaiah 27. And it's kind of like this whole like search and journey throughout scripture. And um, I think that commentary sounds scary. It sounds intimidating, but it can really start to change the way that you view scripture, the way that you understand scripture. Um, And it's just like a... You know, I think a lot of times when we read the word, it's just like we skim the surface and we're like, okay, Lord, I read scripture, check, done. But I think when we enter into commentary, it's like going deeper. It's digging like up the soil, shoveling it away, understanding it, going, okay, I see this. And now when I go back and read it again, I see all of that and I understand it so much more and so much clearer. So I definitely encourage everybody, like when you do your Bible time, like Get your Bible out. Get your journal out, and then, like, get your laptop, pull up commentary, get it on an iPad. Get a commentary book, whatever it is that you want to do if you like don't want to use tech during your quiet time. Totally understand <laughs> that. But um, and just have it up. and then I think it'll really start to change. Things start small, like you don't have to read. All the commentaries out there, just find one that you like, find one that you can understand and start to dive into that.
0: Yeah, totally. You can't just like, if there's something you don't understand in scripture, honestly, just staring at those words like for 10 minutes isn't going to help you understand it better. So these resources are out there to really help you wrap your mind around everything. And it's so worth it. So I love that. And start reading commentary. Yay, we are nerds. <laughs> not really, though. Okay. Um, speaking of books and extra resources, the fourth tip that we had for you is to purchase this particular devotional book called Seamless. Who's a buy Mac? Angie Smith. <laughs> Angie Smith. So, this book is so awesome, you guys. I do not remember how in the world we found out about it. You did it in college. Yeah, I feel like I did. I feel like somebody recommended it or something. I remember
1: your stained copy version sitting on your front porch on one of your houses.
0: (laughs) Always stained. Everything I own is just a hot mess, you guys. Anyways, though, well, speaking of, I literally just spilled coffee all over my legs. Good job. It's not hot, though. Anyways, um, so this book is awesome. It basically walks you through the entire Bible and gives you, like, context history what it really does is it brings it into like today's world too like it helps you understand it in mm. the now and today and it's crazy it's so cool like things that are talked about in scripture really are still so active now in your everyday and in the world around us and it is so enlightening so I think this book for both of us was probably the beginning of falling in love with scripture. Like it just so like, true. yeah, something about it whole po- sparks your interest. I don't know if you guys have ever read something that you just love so much that you just have to tell everybody around you about. Well, this is exactly that book. I swear, every morning when I would read it, I would then spend the rest of the day telling like 10 people these random nerdy stories in scripture that I like was so <laughs> surprised by and loved so much. So this will increase your passion for scripture for sure. Yeah, so purchase yeah. the book. It's a great place to start.
1: It is 30 days long, I think, It's six weeks. Okay. So So you can, and you can go slow as you want. It's technically six weeks, but six weeks slow if you need to.
0: Yeah. There's like a daily thing, but sometimes it takes two days to get through one day. So that means 12 weeks. But you know, again, we have our whole life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I have to say when it comes to seamless, so we, I mean, we are big fans of Seamless. And I was a skeptic at first because I am not a Bible study girl. Like I've done yeah. so many of those Bible studies. And, and it's been, like people's opinions
0: and things like yeah, that. Yeah. And this isn't. And just been
1: bored, honestly. Yeah. Like I'm kind of like, I don't relate. I don't connect. And mm-hmm. I do like the first week or two and then quit. You know, I have about 10 half yeah, halfway sure. done Bible studies. We all do. Yeah, for sure. And, but Seamless, like You can't put it down. You can't put it down. Like you literally can't wait for your Bible time the next day. Like you're like, oh, I can't wait to do SEMAs. And it's really cool. It's really powerful. So like if you if you're like, Ah, I want to know more about scripture, but I don't know where to start. And some of these things sound really scary and intimidating. This is like literally someone walking you through like hand in hand, like leading you through the Bible, you will love it. It's fun. Like the way she writes is super easy to understand. She's like a real, mm-hmm. she's real, real person, not trying to be too spiritual or anything like that. And Yeah.
0: And it's none of her really opinions or insight too. It's like yeah. just like encouraging Straight you to scripture. gain insight. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which is really awesome. And then when you go back after you've completed Seamless, because you're kind of sad, that last day you're like, no. It's like a good book that you're like so sad
0: no, is over. it's done. The movie you watched, ah. it's done. Oh, I yeah. hate
1: that feeling. But I will say when you go back and read scripture, you have so much more insight and understanding, and it mm. really does make a difference and make a change. So get seamless like we believe in it so much we gave it away to every single person that came to our leadership conference this year you can get it on lifeway oh my gosh we sound like a paid advertisement right now but
0: we're not <laughs> we are literally not we don't even know angie smith maybe we will now. maybe one day i hope she listens i think she lives in nashville <laughs> i hope she listens we're to like it. angie we love you <laughs> um we just came across the book and love it and you guys will too so you should definitely read it like seriously i'm not even like mac might be a nerd and would have loved this book I'm not a you nerd. are not a nerd and yeah. I have never you guys I don't even read like it's really bad I don't read things and like <laughs> I read seamless I'm doing it with my mom and my sister right now and we're doing one one chapter every two days and I'm like oh my gosh this is so slow I'm like trying to read it every single day yeah like, like, come on guys no. like that's how much I love it so get the book yeah. you'll love it it's a good place to start Seamless,
1: we love it. Okay, the next thing well, we only have a couple more tips for you, but the next thing is be consistent. Um, I think this is really important. I like like to say that reading scripture is like building a muscle. It's like stretching a new muscle. At first, it's kind of painful. It's kind of hard. It kind of hurts. Like it's not easy at first. Like you kind of sit there and you're like, I don't know if I really understand what's happening. But I promise that every single day, if you show up, you do it. You get in the word. You read commentaries. You do seamless, whatever it is that you need. Need to do to like get into it, I promise you the more time you do it, the more times that you show up day after day after day and like commune with God through his word, like you will start to get so good at it and you will be strong at it and you will love it in your body, your body, your heart will crave it. Like you will want to do it day after day after day. And so, um, I think like just commit to it. You don't have to commit to saying like, I want to read the whole Bible in the next three months, but maybe just commit to saying, I'm going to read the Bible every single day for the next three months. Like I'm not going to miss a day. Mm -hmm. Even if I only make it through two or three verses, like I'm going to do it every single day, show up, stretch that like Bible reading muscle, and then just watch as like your heart transforms. Like you will want to be in the word more, like all these things. I think that Mm -hmm. Ken's are just speaking from experience because that's kind of been our journey over the last couple Mm of years. Like honestly, for me, for a long time in my life, like doing my quiet time, spending time with the Lord and reading scripture was like, not the first thing on my desires list. Like it was way down on the list. And I missed it a lot of days Mm -hmm. because like, I wasn't getting much out of it because I I wasn't really putting it at the first place in my life. Like I wasn't starting every day with that. Mm -hmm. I wasn't like making that my desire. I wasn't stepping into like the discipline and the obedience that could lead to like making my heart fall in love with it. And so I think sometimes we just have to start out just like we do like when we like start a new exercise plan we have to start out with like just like discipline in it. And so mm-hmm. I think discipline yourself when it comes to scripture reading for a few months and then see like how your heart changes in the process.
0: Yeah, totally. And just try it. Just try like Four days consistently, then try four more days. Like just try little baby steps towards it. I think it really will help. Don't try to like set a whole lofty goal or a whole crazy thing. It probably won't work well that way. So and this isn't also your whole time with Jesus. I we didn't really talk about this, but like yeah, the scripture part is only a a portion of your time with God. Like a huge portion of your time with God should just be encountering him, like worshipping him. Prayer. Prayers. All the things that like you love to do to connect with the spirit. Like you can't get too like intellectual and logical and Bible nerdy the whole time or else you'll get stuck in that. There's something that has to be there has to be like a fire in your heart, breakthrough in your spirit when you when you come before God. So this is just a part of it. But yes, the consistency in scripture should always be a portion of that.
1: Yeah. So good, so good.
0: Our next one is to try some new translations of scripture. So this one's like so practical, but for some of you who have gotten like bored with reading the Bible and you can't understand it at all, we just want to encourage you to maybe try something different. Um, probably something simpler, um, like the message or the passion translation. Those are kind of like new, um, more relatable, more elementary versions and people hate on them a little bit. They do, but it, there's no reason to hate.
1: No, (laughs) I have to say when I was in college, there was this whole thing of like, you felt shamed if you had the message translation. But I got to say, I was up in my third story room at the Belmont house. We lived in the same house um, in college. And I would literally be underlining every single word of the message because sometimes the message just puts it in the way that you're like, it just spoke to my heart so much. Yeah. And I think it's cool. Like actually these days, I'm really, really obsessed with the passion translation. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. It gives you like a better understanding of like the Greek and the Aramaic. And it's really, really awesome. There's like, um, I think the passion translation is almost like a study Bible. It's a little bit of a kind of gives you more like little notes in the margins and things like that. But I got to say like, sometimes I go through phases where I'm just loving a different translation and I really dig into that. And like you said, we have the whole life, our whole lives to read the Bible. So why not give a year or two to dedicate to like a different translation of it and understand it in a new way, in a different way. And then maybe in three years, I'm going to be on King James. Who knows? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I just want to encourage anybody who's
0: kind of maybe like sitting on their high horse and is like, I don't touch the message or the passion. Like, honestly, it's all scripture. It's just translated multiple different ways so i don't know it might just be worth trying it out give it a shot yeah
1: oh yes try some different translations um okay i have one last thing okay (laughs) i can't wait for you this is a bonus tip this is a bonus tip it doesn't count into our original six tips but this is just a mackenzie wilson bonus tip okay I'm obsessed. I think I've talked. I haven't talked about it on the podcast yet. Have I? Uh -uh. Okay. This is my time to shine. This is my time to shine. Okay. I am obsessed with this TV show called The Chosen. And it's not a normal TV show because you can't find it on Netflix. You can't find it on really any normal TV network, Hulu, any of those. You can't find it there. But the Chosen. It is. a st- Wait, where can you find it? Okay. So it's a little <laughs> confusing. So it's, there's this TV network that I can never remember the name of, but just Google The Chosen. And it's also free on YouTube TV. So the first episode's free on YouTube. Okay. And then there's an app now. You can download The Chosen app and they're all free on the app. Okay. So you said to pay for it, but now they're all free on the app and then, you know, you can like stream it on your TV. Do you know how to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good job okay so just download the app or google the first episode on youtube either way um okay so the chosen the chosen is a tv show and i've watched many a jesus movies tv shows and they're always kind of lame you know yeah the passion let's of the be real. passion is good that's a good movie oh, i haven't watched it in uh, don't hate on the passion that, i just know that it's um
0: so sad yeah well yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs>
1: um definitely sad oh my gosh uh, honestly spoiler alert guys jesus Uh, dies on a cross but don't worry (laughs) he comes back
0: (laughs) oh my gosh wow we might need to share the really hilarious story about you know what anyways go on the mess up about me trying to preach the gospel to my friend oh (laughs) wait
1: we need to save that that's such a good okay yeah we're saving another Another episode guys Okay. okay okay but the the chosen tv show okay basically it is a tv show it's fan funded right now there's only four episodes out but holy moly you will cry you will smile you will feel so connected to jesus and i'm a visual person like if i can visualize something then like it helps me just see everything else and so now honestly since watching the chosen when i read scripture i see it differently i really do because the chosen really gives you a lot of context of what was happening in jewish culture back then and um it also helps you to think about this idea that there are the people who followed jesus closest the disciples and like people who were interacting with jesus in scriptures i don't think we often think about that they had a whole life and story before they met Jesus, that led up to this moment where they were in such deep need of a savior, in such deep need of someone to come and say like, hey, leave everything behind and come and follow me. Like we never think about what did they actually have to leave behind? Like what did they have to leave behind in their life? Like what struggles were they walking through? Like what hardships, what like things did they have to sacrifice? And The Chosen does a really awesome job of like painting a picture of that. And like we start to see Jesus through the story and through the eyes of like the people who loved him most and who followed him like during his life. And so it's really powerful. It's so good. Like skip watching Gossip Girl tonight and go watch The Chosen. You will not regret it. I think, like, even if you are like trying to not watch TV because you're trying to be more present. I think The Chosen doesn't count as technical TV. <laughs> it is an encounter with Jesus, so wow. you can watch it. What good news. We get to watch TV
0: without guilt tonight. Right? Woo! I haven't watched it yet, to be honest.
1: I've been talking about it for months and you haven't listened to me yet.
0: I know. I really need to I don't normally watch TV and it's not really real TV. It's just taking me a long time to turn on. I I barely know how to work my TV. You're to so be holy. You don't watch TV. No, I know. Just you know, wow, follow jealous. my lead. Just if you guys
1: a- watch mm-hmm. watch it, The Chosen, please. Just like, let's talk about it. If we ever, if I ever see you, like let's just gab on and on about The Chosen because I can talk about it for days and days and days. So
0: yes, kind of amazing. Okay, let's wrap it up. Let's go over the last. Okay, we just want to review all of our points. So if you're taking notes, now's your time to make sure you got them all covered. Here are our six ways that helped us to fall In love with scripture again. Okay, the first is to start asking questions. Take your time and ask some questions if you don't understand.
1: Number two, read it slowly. You don't have to make it through the entire Bible by tomorrow. Take your time. Like if you need to stop and sit with one verse for days, do that. Read it slowly and don't compare your pace with the people around you. Number three is start reading
0: some commentary. It really will help you understand understand scripture deeper. Um, Enduring word is a great one, but find yours that you love.
1: Number four, read Seamless by Angie Smith. Like start here, go on Amazon, go to Lifeway, order this book right now. Get started. You will love it. Six weeks of helping you to understand The seamless story woven all throughout scripture.
0: Yes, love that. Okay, the fifth one is be consistent. Like we promise you, you're not just gonna spend your free time picking up the Bible. That's not really gonna happen. You're probably gonna watch Netflix instead. So set an appointment, be consistent, have a goal.
1: I wanna read the Bible for the next five days, whatever it is, like get with it, be consistent. And number six, try a new translation. Don't be afraid to pull out the message, to pull out the passion translation. NIV, ESV, King James, if you're feeling it, do something different.
0: Yes, you guys, we are excited for us as young people, honestly, to just start learning a little bit more and really mature in our spiritual lives while reading the Bible. So we're excited. Please let us know what you learn, what God teaches you through it. We would love to... Follow along with your journey of how you like fall in love with scripture. You know what I can't wait for?
1: What? You know how on Instagram, the trend is to like post the latest book you've been reading and be like, this book, oh my gosh, best book ever changing my life. What if that started happening with the Bible? People are just like posting like oh just the Bible. Pick. Like be like, have you read this book? This is amazing. That
0: would be I'm gonna amazing. I'm going to start it. Start the trend. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. Well, people kind of do that with their coffee and their journal, you know, the yeah. classic. But you're talking like just like straight the up cover. cover. I want the cover. Yeah. <laughs> have you heard of it? It's a good way to share the gospel. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, anyways, thank you for listening. We will talk with you soon.
1: Bye.